This is the All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast. Thanks, T-Storm. You sound fab as usual. Hey, listen, if you're returning to the podcast, welcome back. And it's good making a connection with you again. If you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for giving me a listen. I sure do appreciate you. And do subscribe and listen as I invite you to follow me on my journey of self-exploration. And everyone, give the podcast great ratings, comments, and reviews because it really does help other listeners as they explore new podcasts to listen to. And thank you very much. On this new quest to explore my life and share it with you, I didn't want it to just be about me. I wanted to also invite guests on the podcast who have gone through their own self-exploration. So my guest today is Daniel Mangana, an author, entrepreneur, philanthropist, life coach, and public speaker who made his first million dollars by the age of 20. In fact, on Entrepreneur.com calls him a master money manifester. And you know, one of my goals is to become more financially savvy. Uh, Sidebar, if you didn't hear my podcast episode where I share with you my list of goals to achieve during the life of this podcast, it's featured in episode three. So do go back and listen. In fact, catch up on all the episodes. Episode one features me introducing myself to you and explaining the inspiration behind the podcast. That episode also features my interview with Nick Cannon, which went viral because articles were written about it in the New York Post, then in media publications all over the world. Um, Episode two features my family, friends, the people who know me the best in this world, revealing what they think of me. I mean, I thought that was important because if you're going to be following me on my journey on this podcast, it helps if you get to know me. Anyway, back Back to Daniel Mangana. Um, a key point in his life was losing all of the money and success that he had accumulated. That harsh reality led him on a 12-year journey of exploring his life, then subsequently picking himself up by the bootstraps, rebuilding his life into what he wanted it to be. And he did that hard work. And now he's once again financially successful and he coaches others on how to do that exploration and change their lives. Uh, But before we get into my conversation with Daniel, I want to let you know where you can find me. You can hear me on the radio every weekday on 94.7 The Block, New York. We play all the best throwbacks, and it's such a super fun station to listen to. We give you positive vibes constantly. And even if you're not in New York City, you can download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download the Odyssey app and search for 94.7 The Block New York and listen to me every weekday, 2 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. My personal website is ShellyWade.com. Don't forget that Shelly spelled with an E-Y, S-H-E-L-L. E-Y wade.com. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to my All the Rage with Shelly Wade Facebook page and YouTube channel. Follow me on Instagram at the one and only Shelly Wade and on Twitter at Shelly Wade. And again, Shelly spelt with an E-Y. Thanks to DJ Happy for my fabulous podcast theme music. He can be found at DJ Happy across all social media. And that's spelled D-J-H-A-P-P-E-E. Thanks to my 
my podcast announcer, T-Storm, and my producer, Dre Boogs. I just really, I, I was telling Dre the other day, I just love how his brain works. And um, I just really love um, the ideas that he contributes to the podcast and uh, the podcast's direction. So I value you, Dre. Thanks for being my producer. Now, let's get into my conversation with Daniel Mengena. Hey, Shelley. Hey, Danielle. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you doing? I'm fabulous as well. Thanks for taking the time to do the uh, interview with me. I appreciate you. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. So um, I understand that as we speak, you are um, traveling. Anywhere exciting right now? I'm in Florence. Um, I'm in a lovely place in the center of Florence looking at the Duomo right now. Oh, yes. That sounds very exciting. <laughs> are, you en- <laughs> are you enjoying the uh, summer so far? Uh, yes, although uh, I live in Cabo, Mexico, and uh, I was escaping the heat of Cabo and actually finding it even hotter here in Europe. So uh, my plan hasn't quite gone. <laughs> my plan hasn't quite gone how I w- I'd intended it, but having a lovely time eating delicious food, drinking delicious wine, and just meeting some lovely people. I did hear that there's like record heat in Europe right now. That's bananas. Yeah, because heat waves everywhere. It's really quite bonkers um, because how hot it is. Um, but hey, you know, I'm not going to complain because the food is good and the wine's better. So <laughs> I know that's right. So, Daniel, the reason I wanted you on the podcast was for you to share with my listeners how you doing exactly what I'm doing right now, exploring your life, led to the success you're experiencing right now, and maybe even share some of the steps. Sure thing. But what I'd love to do first is just take a moment to just acknowledge that you actually stopped to consider this point in time when you were being called to move to something different. Mm. Because I've actually started my journey supporting people. One of the first things I did show was working with people going through midlife crisis. And what I saw time and time again was that the challenges that people were facing, whether they were moving off to some kind of self-sabotage, whether it was blowing up their family unit, going to get Harley Davidson or getting to some kind of addiction, mm-hmm. well, time and time again is that there was an unconscious response and finally coming to terms with the fact that they didn't actually want to live the life that they'd been living and the life that they had been living is based on what other people said that their life had to be. Yeah. And thankfully, these people that did, I, I did get to serve had actually cottoned on to the fact that that was the case and stepped up and said, you know what, I'm going to do something about it. But far too many people don't do that. They slip into alcoholism, to drugs, to extramarital affairs, to blowing up the family, like I said, or you know, doing something else random and, and destructive. Whereas... When you do actually take the time out to stop and actually consciously reflect on where am I, where do I desire to go, you can be consciously involved in the process. And so you're one of the very few shows. I just want to just elevate, to, to, to edify you mm-hmm. and to just acknowledge that you've done that and just take a moment to, to do that. Well, thank you, Daniel. I, I appreciate that. You're most welcome. But on my journey, I, I mean, I've got success very young. I made my first million miles 19 years old. I was a precocious, I was a precocious teenager though, Shelley. I was reading, I mean, I started my personal development journey at 15 or 16 years old. I was reading books like Psycho-Cybernetics and, uh, by Maxwell Maltz and Think and Grow Rich as a 16 and 17 year old. When my friends were going out to get drunk and, you know, trying to sneak cigarettes into the house, I was ordering takes from Nightingale Conant and sitting and taking notes. That's who I was as a teenager. And I also had a, a quite uh, dogged and unrelenting self-belief in myself. I just knew for as long as I could remember, that I was going to be a millionaire. I had uh, an unrelenting self-belief in myself um, that, you know, other people like teachers, you go and speak to teachers at my school. 
they would literally say, I know you're going to be a millionaire. You're just that person. I mean, I taught myself to make computers when I was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. I had a tux up at school. I was, I was always getting into it. But Shelley, just having a doggy self-belief isn't enough. And that's what I learned quite painfully. Because after losing everything the first time, still believing arrogantly that I could do anything I wanted without any support, and willing to go and make another multi-million pound fortune and lose that again within another year and a half, I actually ended up at rock bottom. And by rock bottom, Shelley, I had gotten to a point where the only reason why I didn't try to commit suicide, Shelley, is because I felt like such a loser, I thought I would fail. Oh. And I didn't want to be the loser who couldn't even take their own life. And that's the only reason why I'm here today. And then the journey that I went through after that was kind of building myself up. And, and, and the building up of myself again, Shelley, quite you know, gallows humor here. The only reason why I wanted to delude myself was so that I could commit my suicide successfully. Oh, my God. That was my journey. That was my story. I wasn't trying to save myself and become a success again. I literally just wanted to be non-loser enough so that when I do make an attempt at suicide, I don't fail and be remembered as a person who couldn't even get that right. And so that was the journey that I went on. But the, the, the crazy thing, and this is the thing that ended up being the underpin to everything that I share going forward, has been that. In 2015, I woke up one morning. I just came back from a trip that I'd been to in, in, in Thailand with my cousin and some friends. I was working very little, making a lot of money, very happy with my life. I was in shape. I had great relationships with my friends and family. And I looked up and realized, hang on a minute, Dan. You haven't thought about suicide in a very long time. And that's when I realized that somehow something had shifted in me and something that I was so determined, so committed to, have faded away. And I spent time backtracking and looking at the steps I've gone through. And those steps became my beyond intention paradigm that I share with people. And eventually the other branches of the work that I share around the world today. Okay. Wow. What, what a fascinating story. First of all, I just want to say I'm, I'm so happy that you no longer wanted to commit suicide. <laughs> that makes me feel good. Um, but, you know, yeah. I, I would, I'm very interested to know how you knew which steps to take. It, you know, because I have so many goals. I'll, I'll list my goals to you, and I guess you can share your thoughts. But some mm-hmm. of my goals right now, and mm-hmm. I also believe that while I'm doing this uh, exploration, that I'll have even more goals that will come to me. But right mm-hmm. now, my goals mm-hmm. in this exploration, letting my guards down long enough to find love, also working through past mm-hmm. traumas to find healing, um, mm-hmm. redefining my career goals, because some goals that I had a few years ago just aren't important to me. So redefining those. Also learning to be more financially savvy, because, you know, I've, I've made mm-hmm. good money over my career, but I don't take money, I don't respect money enough, you know, to really, mm-hmm. um, to really, um, you know, become wealthy enough, you know, so to, to learn to become more financially savvy, also updating my fashion, you know, that's the small one. <laughs> and then learning how to be a better planner, because I'm such a I'm one of those people I like to wake up and see where the day takes me. So, you know, if it's even possible to learn to be more more structured and and to plan more while still maintaining a sense of spontaneity and freedom, uh, you know, and then just overall just facing my fears. Those are the goals that I'm starting off with. And when you have goals like that, it seems like there are a lot you kind of wonder, where do I start? Because there's so many goals. So how, what <laughs> advice can you give us, people who are exploring their lives and trying to figure out how to start? What advice would you give us on how to start? Well, I mean, again, my, my book is called Stepping Beyond Intention. Um, um, we actually got a book deal secure. We're going to be releasing that this year under Simon & Schuster's. But the book's available now. And, and one of the concepts that we look at that is actually creating a 
an intention. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say creating an intention, because an intention is very different from a goal. A goal is potentially just an idea, something that might be written down, but an intention is a goal that's got energy behind it. And the thing that I've seen time and time again is that when we actually look at what a goal is for us, it's very rarely the thing that we want. And I'll explain what I mean. Let's take, for example, your desire to be more, uh, more structured or your desire to be more financially savvy. Can you honestly say that you're doing it because the end goal for you is being more structured or being financially savvy? No, there's something that sits behind it. And when we start peeling away the onion layers and what sits behind it, ultimately we will always find that there's an actual an emotional state that we want to experience. That's the true desire. And what I've seen, we've got a workshop I've got called the Ideal Life Blueprint. What we do is we take people through this process of creating a map for their life. And what we always find that people experience is that all of the many things across their life generally come down to a small handful of emotions that they want to experience on a regular basis. And all of those things that they detail or desire are basically the physical experience or expression of those desires. So, for example, with me, it's freedom, love, expansion, meaning, and pride. So freedom, love and connection, uh, meaning in what I do, expansion in my consciousness and how I live my life, uh, and and pride in myself and how I show up in the world. Those are the core emotions that drive me. When I look at the goals that then I build around that, those goals are all feeding off of and supporting that emotional state. So what I would actually say to you, Sally, is before going through that big list and saying how to start with those, I'd sit down and I'd do an exercise that we call the five pillars exercise. I'd, I'd brainstorm all of the emotions that you connect with all of those experiences and start to group them. And you'll find that some of them connect, like maybe there's freedom and, 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 and experiences, or maybe it's abundance and, and well-being. And you'll start to group them and you'll probably find it comes down to no more than three to five core emotions that you want to experience on an everyday on in your everyday life. Mm-hmm. And so instead of focusing all of the broken down miniature things, just focus on generating those emotional states on a regular basis, and you'll find that the true payoff you want that sits behind all of those goals can actually come into your life with a lot more ease, a lot more grace, and a lot more flow. Hmm. That's actually incredible. I love the idea of that. The feeling, you know, because I, I feel things very strongly, and, 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 and most of the time in my life I allow that to drive, um, you know, whatever I'm doing. Um, so feeling, so that really resonates with me. You saying like those emotions, um, brainstorming mm-hmm. them. You said the five pillars of what did you call it? It's called the five pillars exercise. So you're literally looking for no more than five core emotions that sit behind that grand list of goals, and then you can start to generate those emotions through your environment. So uh, let's say, for example, um, with, with me, right? Freedom, love, expansion, meaning, and pride. I filter my environment so that it only has people, places, and things in it that support those emotional states. Mm-hmm. If something challenges or inhibits or restricts those emotional states, I get rid of it. So even when I'm looking at new opportunities, for example, I can ask myself, does it support me feeling more of these emotions or does it take me in the other direction? When I'm looking at relationships, when I'm looking at business opportunities, when I'm looking at a new business thing that I might go into, I'm asking, does it support these emotions? Because all of the extra fluff, all the extra things, really, so they're really about what are those core emotional states that you want to experience. And when you're in those, I mean, let, let's say, for example, that yours are happiness, joy, abundance, and freedom, just mm. for an example. Okay. If you're waking up in the morning and you're feeling those emotions, 
will you care whether you're being structured or free-flowing? Do you <laughs> no. really care what's going on? You've <laughs> no. got the emotional state. Everything else is just cherry on top. Okay. Okay. So once I come up with the five pillars um, that mm-hmm. resonate with me, emotions, um, then just mm-hmm. allow those to um, take me where I, I need to be. Because <laughs> Here's the crazy thing about the neuroscience behind this, Shelley, and, and I've just finished wrapping up the, the filming of the documentary I'm doing about this, but I actually interviewed some amazing neuroscientists who really got the down low on the science behind this. When we have an emotion that we connect to different experiences, our mind will actually do the heavy lifting of bringing in the experiences that match the emotions that we're in. Oh. Because there's a, there's a symbiotic relationship between emotional state and our unconscious habits and behaviors and how they show up for us. So if you think about it, if you're in a happy state, you tend to be drawn to activities that are related to that emotional state. Mm-hmm. It's neuroscience. Mm-hmm. If you're in a sad mood or you're in a down, depressed mood, you're unconsciously going to find yourself moving more towards more of those experiences. And even if that's not the substance of the experience in your life, the reticular activating system in your brain is still going to only see that in the experience. So when you are populating your life with those emotions, let's say, for example, abundance, happiness, freedom, and joy, just, just as an example, What's going to happen is, is your brain is literally going to be hardwired to looking for those emotional states in everything around you. And so what it's going to start doing is unconsciously leading you to, to, to making choices, having habits, actions, and behaviors that are going to generate more of that. So it creates this really beautiful, positive cycle of bringing more of the same. It's kind of the, the, the true essence of what sits behind ideas like the law of attraction, which is a very oversimplified variation of this very same idea, that we always end up having experiences that match our emotional state. I, I use the Danism that reality wraps around how you feel. So when you're in the emotions on a regular basis, and that's a real work because you have to curate your environment to support those emotions, but you will unconsciously start generating experiences that match those emotions for you as an individual. No, I love that. I absolutely love that. Did you? What did you say your book is called again, Daniel? Stepping Beyond Intention. Stepping Beyond. I even love the title, <laughs> Stepping Beyond Intention. <laughs> and, okay, so is that book available now? Did you say you have to re-release yep, it? Yeah, that's available now. That's available now. We're, we're, we're republishing it, but the republish is going to be later this year. We're working on, on, the, new, on the new edit, but, but it's oh. available now. Um, okay. You can go and grab it on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and all the normal places paperback and also Kindle. Okay, so when you said, you know, earlier I, I um, heard you say that you're going to republish, I um, just erroneously yeah. assumed that it wasn't available. You're saying you're going to add some more stuff No, it's to available it. now. It's okay. available now. Okay, we'll very just, we'll just cool. Is there, I am going to make sure I pick up Stepping Beyond Intention for sure. Why don't you get us the information and we'll ship you? I'd love to send you one as a gift. Oh, oh, I appreciate that. Okay, I will. I will give you guys the information and that's very <laughs> awesome of you. Um, but I do want to ask you this. Um, as we sit down and go through the five pillars exercise, are there mm-hmm. any um, suggestions that you would give to us as we're attempting to do that? Yeah, don't take it all so seriously. None of us are getting out this life to your life. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> because we can get so caught up in trying to get it right and trying to make it perfect. And, you know, this is a, at the end of the day, this is an ongoing game and an ongoing experience. Mm-hmm. The five pillars that you have today might not be the same ones for tomorrow. I personally interrogate mine every single week, Shirley. I sit down, oh. I look at my pillars, and I say, is this still, still how I feel? Is this still what I want to, want to experience? I remember you mentioned earlier on in, in, our, in our chat that there are some goals that you had a little while ago that aren't relevant anymore. Mm-hmm. As we evolve, as we have new experiences, as we meet new people, as we learn more about ourselves, 
we might not necessarily desire to have the same experiences, and that's okay. Yeah. I um, so agree with what you said earlier. So many of us do not, um, you know, stop and um, assess everything because we're so afraid of... um, I don't know, maybe disappointing others. And let's just say if someone mm-hmm. studies something at university um, and they, you know, they have a major and they are in that career and they feel like this is what I study. This is what I have to do. And so they may desire to do something else, but they won't do it because that's what they studied in school. Um, and so mm-hmm. we are afraid of disappointing ourselves, disappointing others. And so it's kind of scary mm-hmm. stepping away from those rules. It's kind of scary, actually. So I agree with you that we don't typically do the exploration, but I feel like it's a must for me in order for me to get to, you know, I think I need to have breakthroughs in order for me to get to another level emotionally and mentally and, you know, it career wise. Personally, I feel like I have to do this exploration. So I don't think I I have a choice. But you know what? You're being called to growth. And, and, and I want, you know, some people are going to listen to this and be like, well, I, I don't feel like that. Guess what? We're all on our own journey. Not everybody's necessarily going to have that desire. Mm-hmm. But if you do have that desire, know that you're not always not lost. It doesn't have to be something that you have to do blindly. There are different strat- structures and strategies that you can follow to make this journey into this exploration, into this breakthrough something that can actually be a pleasurable experience you can enjoy and really be fulfilled by. And and, and I love that you, you said call to growth. I love the sound of that. I'm going to start using that. <laughs> I've been called to growth. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start using. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Is there any um, thing that you'd like to share with listeners of the podcast um, as far as how they can find you online and such? I would say my website, dreamwithdan.com. Really easy to find. There are some resources on there. Maybe there's some of the, the, the listeners that are a bit stuck on how to actually find those emotions, how to write those intentions. We've got some free resources about that on my website. Just head over to the free resource page. There's many things that they can get on there to help them on their journey to, to living a more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. Okay, dreamwithdan.com. I love it. And um, just seeing that, uh, as you said, you hit rock bottom and then you're where you are now, it, it, it inspires me and it gives me hope that I am going to uh, be able to do this exploration. Um, the, I'm called to growth and I'll do the exploration <laughs> and I will be successful at it as well. That, that inspires me. So thank you, Daniel. Uh, we appreciate you stopping by the podcast and enjoy Italy for all of us. I will do my best, but thank you for having me. Really appreciate you, Shelley. Very cool conversation. I love how Daniel says my name, by the way. I have a friend, Paul, who is from the UK. He says my name the exact same way. <laughs> and let me um, take a few seconds to assess how I feel about some of the, the ideas that uh, Daniel gave us. He mentioned creating a map for your life. That's compelling to me. And that's, it sounds altogether different from creating a vision board. I mean, maybe they're, they're similar, but it doesn't seem like the exact same thing. Creating a map for my life. I'll have to really um, sit down and think about that one. And I also am very taken by the idea of what he said, the goals that we have, the goals that I listed to him. He said, instead of focusing on the, the goals focus on the emotions that we feel uh, we'll have when we, um, when we achieve the goals because that's 
actually getting to the secret sauce. That's actually what we're after, the the things that we feel um, when we've achieved those goals. So, for instance, um, my goal of... Um, of uh, letting my guards down and and uh, finding love, of course, that emotion is feeling. Um, I would venture to say feeling adored and cherished and and loved. Those are are you know those are emotions that I I I I'm assuming <laughs> are behind um, that goal. What about my goal of? Um, of being more financially savvy. And, you know, just really thinking about that one for a second. I uh, have never been a person focused on money, laser focused on money. I'm not a materialistic person. I, you know, I'm I'm very um, lackadaisical when it comes to money, um, depending on what it is. Of course, I'm going to pay my bills and such. But um, again, I just am not a money obsessed person. But I do believe that you have to have uh, a healthy respect for money in order for you to uh, to be the kind of well-off that I think um, that I would like to be in order to, you know, retire comfortably, live comfortably, be able to support everyone that I love. <laughs> That's the kind of person I am. If I have money, I want to support everyone I love if I'm that rich. So um, what would be the emotion behind that? Um, feeling security, is that emotion? Feeling secure? That's an emotion, right? Um, behind my goal of structure, let's see. Because I don't really, you know, really, structure's not that important to me. <laughs> I like the feeling. I, I place such a high value on feeling free. That is such an exhilarating feeling for me. And I'm not saying that others don't like freedom, but for me, and, and you know, I'm not, you know, that into us astrology, but I do believe that I am a Sagittarian through and through, and we love our freedom, or at least the feeling of being free. I always say if I ever got married, because I've never been married before, and I don't have kids, and I'm not against marriage. I've just never gotten married. I, I say, though, if I ever got married, my husband would have to really be really secure in allowing me that feeling of feeling free, that freedom feeling. Um, you know, and I guess when I say that, I, I want to feel like I can continue to just be in my own space and wake up and see where the day takes me and and not have to check in with you every every single time I do something and you know just free to be me and who I am you know um freedom is is very important to me um so feeling structured um is not necessarily attractive to me but I do believe that if I had more structure and if I planned more, it would help me um, better achieve the goals that I want to achieve. And maybe, you know, in, in Daniel's way of thinking, better achieve the emotions that I want to achieve. So what's behind that? Um, wanting structure. Um, I guess, you know, to be honest with you, others want me to have structure more than I want to have structure. And I guess that feeling of um, approval from the people that I respect who want me to have structure. And it's not like I'm trying to live my life for others, but, you know, people that I respect, you know, a couple of people I love and respect. And, you know, it would, it would really make them feel better if I were more structured to help them out. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's not as important for me as it is for them. But, you know, still, I do I do honestly believe that if I had more structure that um, it would help me um, achieve my goals um, better. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use this next week and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to um, really assess the emotions behind the goals that I have, the emotions that I want to experience behind the goals that I have. I'll sit down and assess those and I'll write them all down. He said a handful, a small handful, so we'll see. I'll number them out and see if it's only a handful for me. And I'll write them down and I'll share them with you um, in my next podcast episode in episode five. And of course, I have new episodes that debut every Wednesday. So um, there you go. Episode four is in the books for the All the Way with Shelly Wade podcast. I would love to hear, you know, if you're on um, um, a journey of life exploration like I am, I would love to hear uh, the emotions behind the goals that you want to achieve for yourself. So, um, email them to me. You can write them down and email them to me. Uh, Or you can, you know what you can do? You can open up your phone and record them. You can record me a message. Write down your goals and record a message. Even record how you feel about this episode, opinions and thoughts you may have, suggestions you may have. Record those in your voice notes and uh, send them to me. Send the file to me via email. My email address is hishelly at shellyway.com. Don't forget to put those second E's in Shelly. So, hi, Shelly. That's H-I-S-H-E-L-L-E-Y at S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-W-A-D-E dot com. Hi, Shelly at ShellyWade.com. Any comments you have um, on the podcast, any um, suggestions or advice you may have, or your very own list of emotions behind the goals that you want to achieve, share it with me. I would love to read it, and I'll give you a shout-out on the podcast. Thanks to Daniel Mangana for joining me on the podcast, for blessing us with his presence. Thanks to Dre Books, my producer. Thanks to T-Storm, my announcer. And thanks to DJ Hat for my super fabulous podcast music. Don't forget to follow me across social media. My personal website is ShellyWade.com. Of course, Shelly spelt with an E-Y. Also, be sure to like my Facebook page, which is called All the Rage with Shelly Wade. All the Rage with Shelly Wade is also the name of my YouTube channel. Subscribe there. Follow me on Instagram at the one and only Shelly Wade. And on Twitter at Shelly Wade. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast, review, rate, comment, all of that will help other listeners as they consider which uh, podcast to subscribe to. Thank you very much. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. I love you. And I will talk to you in episode five. This is the All The Way with Shelly Wade podcast.